is Matthew Lilly. Welcome to the Presence Pioneers podcast. Thanks for jumping in today. We have a special guest, Nico Peel, who is a friend of mine. He is the director of Ignite Movement, the founder of Ignite Movement, and he has been a presence pioneer in many ways of bringing God's presence uh, to campuses, especially college campuses and cities, and uh, seeing amazing things that are happening with prayer and unity and discipleship and evangelism. And I'm excited to chat with him. He's also a dear friend of mine. Um, before we dive in today, uh, if you're new to the podcast, the Presence Pioneers podcast exists to equip Presence Center communities to worship and pray night and day. So we are aimed at house of prayer, burn 24-7 furnaces, praying churches, prayer groups that are uh, pursuing the presence of God. So if you're a worshiper, intercessor, revivalist, love Jesus, this is for you. And uh, if it's helpful to you, it would be, help- be great for you to share this with uh, your community, share it on social media. If you haven't subscribed yet, I invite you to subscribe in your podcast listener, or my preference would be email. You can go to our website at podcast.presencepioneers.org, and you can get all the options to subscribe there. Sign up for uh, email updates. You can view all of our previous episodes and all of that. So thank you so much for those who share and like and comment, all of that. It helps strengthen the prayer movement and get the word out about all that God's doing. So again, today we have Nico Peel with us. Thanks for joining us, Nico. Yeah, man. Thanks for inviting me to to be a part. So Nico, you and I obviously go way back. I met you when I think you were junior or senior in high school. Senior high school. Yeah, and so you were at um, you were had a vision that was emerging at that time. I think that would ultimately become what's now Ignite Movement. Mm-hmm. And we had a little house of prayer in Greenville, North Carolina, and uh, Nico found us and tracked us down and jumped <laughs> in. And the rest is history. We've been running together in different ways over the over the years. And uh, and so yeah, for those of you who don't those who don't know you, Nico, maybe just start off share a little biography give us a little bit of background on your journey yeah yeah well born and raised in eastern north carolina small town called washington north carolina and uh grandparents are pastors um so i I grew up in a local church and so i served in uh every capacity you can imagine in a local church from you know children choir to usher to men's choir to serving as a deacon and you know so many different capacity it was a um a uh, baptist church well it was a non-denominational church with like a baptist theology and very contemporary worship so um but yeah so i encountered jesus when i was very young and um just always had this fascination um with jesus and uh, i moved with my grandparents when i was in middle school and when I moved in middle school moved in with my grandparents in middle school really just created space for me to just go after Jesus and um so really a lot in my middle school high school years are really defining moments for me and my walk with the Lord and just really just being discipled by by the father and um uh it was there there were you know love for for prayer and the power of prayer and um, love for scripture and, and studying the word, all that was cultivated 
um, during those years. And so, uh, so yeah, and then I, I went to Chuang University um, and uh, we experienced incredible outpouring of the Holy Spirit on campus. And uh, it was my second year there where uh, I had a, a moment with the Lord where I felt him call me to leave school for a season and to become a missionary college campuses in America. And um, that really led to the birth of Ignite movement, what I do now and, and seeing uh, um, revival gospel communities on campuses all across the East coast being strengthened and, um, and, uh, and planning uh, works that is uh, really shifting the spiritual climate over, over campuses and cities. Yeah, so that's a that's a brief bio. <laughs> yeah, that sounds right. I'll I'll uh, verify that was the case. <laughs> so, so it's it's kind of cool because um, it seems like for you a lot was cultivated in the secret place. Um, and so would you would you just share about that? You said there were some defining moments. Like was was how much of it was shaped from things from the outside or messages you heard? How much of it was just the Lord just speaking to you? Yeah, yeah. Well, it really goes back to grade school. Actually, you know, I'll say when I was three years old, my father died. um, And uh, at the time, his family didn't necessarily uh, accept me or receive me as their as his son. And and, uh, my mother went to my grandparent to my grandmother, you know, crying about the whole thing. And my grandmother says, Hey, don't worry about Nico, God is going to be his father. And, uh, I, yeah, I didn't, um, of course I didn't hear that story until later on, but looking back and hearing that story, I realized like, man, like I I really feel like that was a moment where my grandparents really released a blessing over my life. And, um, and there's just been this fascination with Jesus from as young as I can remember. Um, and there was a, a season where, I just remember waking up in the middle of the night with just hearing just the inner audible voice of God. It was pray, pray, pray. And uh, so I'll wake up and I'll start praying. I didn't know what to pray for. So I'm praying for my family, for my, my grandparents' church, my, my brothers and cousins. And, um, but I, I started seeing the Lord respond to it. And, um, and, uh, and through that, I just begin to also experience just uh, the comforting love of the Father. And I, I really will say a lot of, you know, um, you know, just those seasons with the Lord was really Him taking me and discipling me, you know. And, um, and uh, I, just, I, I just learned so much about His love for me, you know, and uh, – and what it looks like in trusting and depending on him, you know, and just being, you know, middle school and high school with, um, with so many dreams that the Lord put in my heart, but yet, you know, very limited in what I can do. Uh, only thing I can, could do was pray. So, So it wasn't, you know, I couldn't like hop in a car and go somewhere and, you know, start anything, you know, so, it was uh, it was really like the Lord giving vision and me just believing and and praying and uh, and you know I just began to see the power of prayer that that you know that we can literally change a city 
a community, a campus, a nation on our knees in our prayer closet. Wow. I love it. So it's like, on the one hand, your grandma <laughs> is praying and prophesying over you, mm-hmm. and which should encourage all of us about the power of prayer, the power of us simply praying and speaking into others. And, uh, and so you're being impacted in the secret place, probably because people like your grandma prayed for you. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then on the other hand, God is training you, it seemed like, in mm-hmm. the secret place where you have nothing else to do. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, where, where it's like, I guess, I guess I'll pray, but I think it, it, it seemed like maybe it, it sort of rooted you in something that you still carry with you mm-hmm. to this day. And as now, as God's continuing to expand what you're doing, the communities that you're influencing and the, the leaders and the students that you're impacting, that, that is being passed on to them as well in these communities that are, that are centered on prayer as well mm-hmm. are emerging. Yeah, I love it, man. So I want to uh, I want to talk about what God's done on college campuses. Mm-hmm. Uh, before before you share testimonies of kind of what's happening now, I'd love to go back to Chihuahua if you're willing to do that because yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I was able to visit while you were there. Yeah, yeah. Ways, I feel like that was kind of your first presence pioneering, so to speak, where mm-hmm. you got to lead on a local level. Uh, on a college campus, what now is being multiplied in other communities all over the place. So, man, just w- tell us about that experience for you. What was God doing at Chuan University? Yeah, yeah. Well, I was a, a very uh, uh, scared uh, freshman, <laughs> and uh, but I, I just saw the dryness of the campus, and, um, and I remember getting phone calls from friends at Liberty and Regent University just bragging how amazing things were, how God was moving on campus. I'm like, Jesus, you have me here. And you know, so there, there was this burning in my heart of like, Lord, you know, we, I want to see you move on this campus. I want you hey, to see me, you. Let me interrupt you. Where, yeah, go ahead. Where is Chowan University? Nobody yeah, knows yeah, no one knows where Chowan is in the middle of nowhere. It's in the middle of uh, um, Eastern North Carolina. It's in a small town called Murfreesboro. North Carolina, not to be confused with Murfreesboro, Tennessee, Murfreesboro, North Carolina. Um, yeah, on the border of North Carolina and Virginia. Yeah, so so I, I'm freshman there, just burning to see God move on campus. And um, campus minister asked if I could lead a Wednesday night um, prayer meeting that that happens, and that the the senior who led it graduated and they're looking for someone to, to, uh, to lead it. And so, um, so yeah, so I, I'm like, I don't have to pray about it. You know, I feel like I, I'll go forward. And, and so um, that first year become one of the fastest growing campus ministries on campus. And uh, it was really in that community um, that we really began to see um, the Lord just began to shape the campus in a beautiful way is a group of, of course students we got together. We met hours, we fasted all day, and we met hours before all the students would gather that Wednesday night. And we will just just cry out to the Lord and say, God, you know, will you come and move on this campus? We want revival. We really, really want revival. And even if we don't want it, make us want it. You know, 
anything inside of us that's resisting what you want to do on this campus, what you want to do in the lives of the students and the teachers on this campus, anything that's not in alignment, moved out of the way. We want to just fully be in alignment with your will for, for the campus. And we saw, you know, athletes and fraternity leaders um, come to know Jesus, uh, heal. You know, we're at one point we're seeing salvations every week. Um, uh, teachers were coming to the, to the, um, to our meetings because it was the conversations in their classrooms among students. And, uh, we really saw the Lord move in a tremendous way. And, uh, yeah. And one Wednesday night we were gathering and I, I just remember kneeling on the floor and saying, God, thank you so much for how amazing everything is. Thank you. You know, I'm experiencing a move of God on campus. At that time, I really didn't know it was revival. It wasn't until like after I left, I realized, man, we were in revival, you know. But, you know, God, you're, you're moving on campus. Um, you know, there's amazing community I'm experiencing here. Uh, I'm passing all my classes. There's tremendous favor on campus with, you know, being president ambassador and just so many opportunities the Lord was, was opening. And I'm like, this is incredible. Jesus, I love it. And um, the best way I can explain what happened, it felt like a bomb fell on me. And, um, and I felt the Lord was saying, Nico, I want you to give up school for a season and give yourself as a missionary to college campuses in America. And I wept, I wept for nearly an hour on the floor, not like a cute cry. It was just like snot and everything, just crazy. And, and I was like, no, <laughs> you know, like this is where, you know, this is, you know, this is ridiculous. Like everything is great. And, um, but at the same time, I was so overwhelmed by the, the worthiness of Jesus. And quickly my, my no was became a yes, like, yes, Lord, because you're worthy. Hey guys, this is Matthew. We'll get back to the episode in just a moment. If you're enjoying the podcast, please consider joining Presence Pioneers Premium our brand new subscriber community. Paid subscribers will get exclusive premium content such as bonus podcast episodes, exclusive articles, early releases, and more. Presence Pioneers will be releasing its first e-course in 2024 with many more to come. And the Presence Pioneers premium subscribers will always have full access to the entire library of online courses. Visit media.presencepioneers.org or click the link in the description to join today. You can become a premium member today for an introductory price of only $5 a month. When the price goes up in the future, as our library of resources grows, you can stay subscribed at the original price. If you've enjoyed our podcast for a while, Becoming a premium member is a simple way for you to help us cover the cost of producing this podcast and partner with Presence Pioneers in equipping the church with resources for day and night prayer, prophetic worship, missions, and revival. Visit media.presencepioneers.org to sign up today. Amazing. Yeah, yeah. I, I think part of what is so encouraging to me about it is that it's in a random little town <laughs> on a small campus 
and uh, and I and I love that. I love when God just shows up in profound ways in those little mm-hmm. places. Because I believe there's you know little groups all over America and beyond that are just praying, fasting, getting yeah, down, and going after it. And and God is mm-hmm. crashing in and wanted to crash in even more into those places, just like He did there. And uh, and so super encouraging. I love it. Well, let's uh, let's zoom forward here. What are um, what are some things you're seeing on college campus? Give us some stories of testimonies because what happened in Chowan University now? Uh, I know God sent you out. You're based in the Raleigh, North Carolina area now, near where near where we are. But now you're connected to groups all over, especially the Southeast U.S. Um, that are sort of multiplied what, what, what you were seeing there. So what are some mm. things that are happening uh, just in, in recent months or years that you're seeing? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I'll start, I mean, there's nearly you know, around 15 university campuses that we are connected with, mostly on the, in the Southeast United States. But, you know, um, you know the passage here talks about the, the increase of God's kingdom and government will be no end, you know? And so, so every year it just, it just gets better and better, you know, as God's kingdom is, is increasing on campuses. And um, uh, just, just to highlight a few things, uh, one is just the power of, of uh, collaborative evangelism. And um, collaborative evangelism, you know, I, I'll just start by saying this, uh, we, we believe it's an entire campus or a city reach for Jesus that's going to take the, the body of Christ working together. And I, and I believe, you know, I believe that's the will of God. I believe, you know, it's not going to just be through one particular ministry or campus ministry or local church. Um, I believe it's going to look like uh, the, the body of Christ working together. And that's what we're seeing uh, on, on campuses over the years. And we, we still do a lot of, you know, campus-wide worship nights and prayer nights, and we're going to continue to do that some times of, you know, 24-hour prayer. Um, but we're beginning to see um, uh, something we're calling collaborative evangelism birth out of those moments where not only are campus ministries in the body of Christ is uniting around worship and seeking the face of the Lord together, but they're also uh, um, uniting around reaching uh, the loss together as well. And, uh, and it's really being birthed out of those times of, of united prayer and worship. And, and when we say birth out, when I say birth, I'm not meaning, you know, that we're graduating from doing those type of gatherings. Um, it, it meaning it's just, we're walking more in like this fullness of what God is, is doing of evangelism, birthing out of those times of prayer and worship. And so through collaborative evangelism, um, we're just seeing, um, uh, the sense of the body of Christ working together and that itself being a witness to unbelievers and witness to, to the world that man, like Jesus is real. You know, I remember at NC state years ago, NC state, we used to do uh, something called love NC state where we pass out free granola bars to students uh, on the brickyard. And, uh, and, and we're getting so that certain students will start coming every week and one guy came and he was asking all of us, hey, what campus ministry are part of what church you go to? And all of us were with all different churches and different campus ministries. And I remember him just like being so confused. It was like, you're, you're all working together? You're all doing this together? It was like, like just blown away. You know, you've never seen churches work together. 
Um, but uh, but we're seeing these type of expressions more and more on campus. Uh, one of our uh, communities, our friends, Jared Emily King at Virginia Tech, um, this year they tailgated at every uh, home football game at Virginia Tech, uh, passing out free hot dogs. And um, this semester they've seen over uh, nearly 38 salvations um, just in this one semester. And, that, and, and that's campus ministries working together. Um, through these acts of kindness, hospitality, you know, passing out free hot dolls. Um, and, uh, and, and we're seeing uh, uh, every year we're, we're seeing more students at our community at Campbell University. They are, I believe they have 12 baptisms this year. Um, uh, and, uh, and so I, I just believe it's just, it's just increasing more and more, you know, and I believe we're going to see more and more of, uh, the body of Christ on campus, uh, working together, you know, um, in the past, um, uh, parents used to send their kids to college because they wanted them to get safe, you know, because most colleges were, were Christian wow. beliefs and all that. And now it's totally opposite, right? Like parents wow. are scared to send their, their kids to college. And, and that's what we want to change. We want to shift the spiritual climate, on campuses uh, by bringing the body of Christ together around worship, prayer, and outreach, and yeah. um, and building our authentic relationship with each other, um, where parents feel safe in sending their kids to school because they know that the body of Christ is alive and vibrant on campus. You know, and I mean, we have parents who are praying for their students to go to NC State because they know that we have a president at NC State. You know, <laughs> praying for their their children to go to NC State. You know, yeah. but but that's what we want on every college campus. And so we want to create these yeah. united environments, and we believe building vibrant uh, gospel communities and vibrant united movements um, will really uh, is really a part of God's plan and and shifting the spiritual kindness of, of, of our campuses. I love it. I feel like, I feel like Ignite has a, uh, in many ways, a unique calling because of that passion for unity. Whereas a lot of, a lot of campus ministries in, in years past haven't been as focused on unity. They've kind of been doing their own thing. Mm-hmm. Which has been good, which has been, they've been mm-hmm. called by God to do certain things. But I think a lot of what you're seeing is what, what's, being seen even beyond college campuses, which is a desire for prayer, for unity, for revival, um, and combined with that outflow of missions and evangelism and all of that. Yeah, exactly. Values that are kind of, kind of, you know, through the burn movement, awaken the dawn, all these Mm -hmm. movements are kind of carrying that same heart and passion, um, that you're seeing outwork on, on college campuses Mm -hmm. as well. And, uh, and so I love it. It's, it's so encouraging. So if, uh, if somebody wanted to sort of be a part of Ignite movement, what would that look like? What are, what are some of the options? Uh, maybe share, your, share the website and sort of ways yeah. to you guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, you guys can follow us on, our, on social media. It's Ignite MVMT uh, on Instagram, Ignite Movement on Facebook. Our website is IgniteMVMT.com. Um, we... Um, yeah, we're, we're looking for young, well, you don't have to be young, but pioneering leaders who are called to, to build vibrant communities, whether on, uh, on their campus, um, and also those who have a heart, John 17, unity heart, to see uh, the body of Christ working together on the campus through United Movements. Um, and so 
Um, we have several training schools throughout the year. We have a summer training school called Wildfire. Um, we equip uh, leaders to uh, to plant and advance communities on their their uh, campuses. Um, and uh, yeah, awesome. How about the um, how about the leadership conference in January? Is that something that people? <laughs> yeah, can yeah, yeah. Team conference. Uh, you can find information on our website there too. Um, we're gathering pioneering leaders, uh, leaders who, some who already are leading communities, some have a desire to lead communities or united movements. I'll uh, we'll be in Raleigh, um, January the 17th through the uh, 19th um, on Martin Luther King weekend, so. Awesome. Beautiful, well, we'll, we'll wrap this up here. Nico, thank you so much, man, that's amazing. Thanks for having me, man.